what's good, motherfucker? You know, everybody got childhood. That part of you, that past, you know, that part of your life that made you who you are today. And then we're going to talk a little bit about that, you know, nostalgia, circle of influence. What made you the person you became? It's your boy, Maui. And your boy, Waffles. And we're here with... Bambi. <laughs> and... Age. It always sounds like that, no matter who you have on this podcast. Anyways, so we're talking about circle of influence. I think it's best with this group because I know you guys the longest out of all my friends. I've known you guys for more than like five, six years now. Well, yeah, five. Going, five going on six. You've known him for I've known nine. you for like nine. I know Bambi for like nine years. Yeah. We went man. to high school together. I met you guys out of high school, and we've been, like, the bestest of friends in my eyes. You guys have been family, honestly. Pretty much. Yeah. I know I know. I, I got this close because, you know, right out of high school, life was a gauntlet for me for a little bit. Mm. You know, mm. you're right. Mm. How, it was a struggle. So that started all in, well, 20, we, 2015. 2015. Right out of high school. I don't think any of us were in our best and we were just graduating. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm speaking for myself. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. I think we were all coming out of high school, not, not going. I wasn't going to a four year. I don't think you were. Were you waffles? No, I was. I was not out of four year. I, I was. I think I was the only one out of us that was going to the four year. Four year, and the three of us, Bambi, Waffles, and I, we all went to the same community. Yeah. So, and and really, it was there that like we didn't even see each other that much at the community too. I saw you a little bit, but I did not see you. At I all. saw you my first quarter just because of that one gap when you didn't have class and I didn't have class. Yeah. And then the, after that one, the RX schedule didn't line up. So it's weird. Like, we didn't even, like, I mean, our summer was awesome, and we'll get into that. But, like, it's crazy because we didn't see that each other during the school year that much until we started working together, Waffles. Yeah. But other than that, like, we really weren't, like, like we didn't hang out a lot, and we didn't, like, we weren't, like, you know, hanging at each other's spots every day. But yet, we were still the closest of homies. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just nice to be able to know I had, like, a circle of friends that no matter what, they had my back, you know? Yeah, You guys sure. really, like, you guys picked me up when I needed it. I got you a job. Yeah. After you lost that. After, after you... I lost my, after I got fired from the job before that, and I quit the job before that. And... Was that uh, the sandwich place in the bookstore. school bookstore? Yeah. yeah. And then we worked at uh, the clothing store and the tire shop together, and that's for another episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> we could talk all day on that. I forgot stuff. about the closing shot. The closing yeah. shot, yeah. I think yeah. he put me on his back and carried me through that entire ordeal. <laughs> I couldn't sell shit. Steve was like, "My name's my name's Kendall. It's uh, yeah. just tell the cash register that Kendall helped you out." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then you know, hey, you buying that skateboard, Kendall? Helped you out. With you that. already had a skateboard. How did he help you? He unlocked day. it. I helped him, but he unlocked it. <laughs> He was just funny. He didn't have anything. For, I didn't sell anything. After that first month, yeah, nah. <laughs> and then they were all like, well, what? Steve, man. Steve just took me. He was like, cradled me like a baby. Like, we're going to get through this. All right. You just, you just sit here and be a potato. <laughs> and yeah, then man. you left and then I was all alone. <laughs> Dude, I think that was the, like, before that, like, summer, summer, we were like, for me, I was like on the height of luxury because I was finally out of high school. High school, I wasn't. The most happy with socially but that was on my own accord 
But like out of that, we had that was probably my favorite summer, even though we were in like low times because I met y'all. Yeah. You know, we were hanging out all the time doing bonfires like every other day. You know, we were just doing new things, you know, just trying to make the best of our summer before we started a new chapter of college, you know. Right. And then college hit, and that was a whole shit storm for me. Oh, it still is. Same. Such a shit storm. It's, I'm getting it together, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. I think that's why we all came back, because we're figuring it out. Yeah. It's cool. You know, because, like, we went through college, and we're still, some, most of us are still going through college. But we, we're going through all that, and we, we realized, some of us realized early on, like, we need to make ourselves who we need to be. You know, because we had each other. You know, we could keep telling each other the basic, you know, a common sense and like tips, you know, to get your life together. Yeah. But really, you know, some of us need to back up and go, all right, let me figure out my life right now. Uh, and then, they, you know, we always came back. You, you know, know what I loved about our group, too, is like we were always honest about each other. Like I knew Bambi and I would always have like a conversations to put ourselves in check all the time, especially uh, how he was handling school. You tell him about how that went, because like you did it right or it seemed like you did it the fastest and you seem to have done it right right out of the gate yeah i think for me like in high school so i was supposed to go to san jose state yeah but at that time because i had heard like um san jose state's a very impacted school right. especially for what i got into which was like graphic design sure so like college is pretty expensive so my dad was like if you're gonna go to san jose state one you're gonna live at home you're not gonna live on the dorms and then two i'm gonna have you go to a community college and go to san jose state just so you graduate in four years and not take longer. Sure. And for me, I was like, that makes no sense because I have to. They're not like close to each other. Like San Jose State's not really close to any like community college. So I was like, it's kind of close to Mission. Yeah, but I was like, I don't want to do that much driving. And I was already working at like a martial arts place. So I was like, mm-hmm. they're not even in the same area, and right. my traffic in the Bay Area is just horrible. So I was like, I'm not doing all that. So I was like, I'm gonna just go to community college. But uh, luckily for me, my cousin a few years ago, like before, had gone to DNs and transferred. So I knew it was like possible. Right. The only thing I heard was like from some other people that getting classes at community college was hard. Sure. But then I found out like as long as your first quarter you have like a good standing, you should be able to sign up for classes before other people. So I just mm-hmm. made sure like I would just schedule out my classes and like I think working at the martial arts place also helped me not have like too many distractions because I couldn't be like, yo, I'm going to hang out with you yeah. after because I was like, I go to school and I literally have to go to work. Like I have a two hour window. I'm like, if I have a two hour window in the whole day, I'm on nap and get food in, yeah. not like just hang out with people. And that was the thing too, is like, I think we saw you the least, right? And you yeah. were getting things, you were getting shit done. Yeah. And I think you, know. you got me fired up on that. I was like, I didn't realize that you didn't have to see your friends that much and you could still be close and get shit done. Yeah. You know, I was I just not about that life. I was like, that sounds trash. <laughs> Working, going to school, doing all this educational stuff studying you can't do now i was like nah. you you honestly you guys were my soulless because i had to i had to bike to school which was like a 10 mile bike ride i remember i, I gave you a I couple was, rides yeah so i was cool. broke i had to play scott soccer for the school mm-hmm. i had a part-time job that was paying for my food and sometimes i wasn't eating because i didn't get my paycheck and it was light paycheck Oh yeah, no, like when we were working that hourly wage too, like it was just it was just trash because it's like you you have the work you have to figure out how to fit in just like a job that only pays you by the hour you work and when you only have a few hours free every day, you 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 can decide on stuffing those hours into work to hopefully get that bigger paycheck. Yeah, because 
part-time jobs, they're not going to, you know, when you're just working part-time, you're going to school, you still got to eat, get things done, study, figure out, yeah. like, you know, just buy everything stuff, out. Everything, yeah, it's not going to support you. I think the only reason I got lucky was because, like, the martial arts place was only open from 3 to 9. And I could fit in classes before 3. Because you could either do, like, a super early, like, schedule or you could do a super late. But if I had worked at any other place, like a clothing store or, like, there was no way I would have been able to do it. It's just because of the place I worked at. And because, like, since I worked there from high school, they kind of knew, like, these are the days you're kind of working. And these days you're working less. These days you're working more. It was just... My schedule had been so set for the most part until like my last year. I was like, I kind of knew how to schedule around it. Yeah. 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 And then you were at your own, you were at the school doing your thing. How was that? It's kind of, it was cool at first. Like all the people I vibed with well, right? Yeah. And classes were fun. I was with a lot of creative people, people with a lot of talent, a lot of input, similar hobbies than me. Because it was a very small school with a set goal of like graphic design um software engineering right mm-hmm. uh video game design digital yeah. art music a lot of creative stuff right but the way the school functioned During, in the staff itself the teachers were fine but the just like the system of it yeah the whole system the mission, or the Ad, administration administration yeah. financial aid the office of the school sucked. Well, you and I were terrible. going through a rough time during the school year because at one point we would like meet up at like 12 at night and just go on walks just ranting about it. Oh, yeah. Until like 6 a.m. There was one time we went to like 12. We were stopped by a Starbucks. That's right. We stopped at and a Starbucks. we put Starbucks. our feet at the We took like a mini nap. At yeah. the apartment I was staying in, yeah. That's right, dude. That okay. was rough. But like you and I really bonded on that. And we really sure. got to know each other. And that's yeah. how we became so close. It's pretty dope. Yeah. And then... You, how was De Anza? De Anza was trash. Because I showed up, and I, my first quarter, you know, I did real well. I got on a good standing, and I could do whatever. And then, like, everything was open to me right after. And and then after that, my life, I was just, like, too confident. So then I dropped down. Then my confidence was lower again. Then I do good. And then, but I was off to, like, an up-down slope, and I never got off of that. Because, like, I would go in, and, you know, when I'm with you guys, it's always it's always fun and it's always nice. But mm-hmm. I know you guys are always trying to like make sure I'm not fucking up all my life. Like, I mean, I think that's what we we're all there mm-hmm. for in our own way. It's the but... point of having like a support group or like people mm-hmm. who are like who you've known for super long that yeah. they have your best intentions, even though they're still figuring out their own shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the thing was like you, when you saw someone falling and stumbling to pick them up, you know, not try to force your help on them. You know, you and I have talked about that, Bambi, but like. Some people don't want that help being forced, so you just gotta find your way to give that give that support, right? It doesn't have to be like a hand or anything like that, but just telling someone, "Hey, I know I got you." You, you know, or it I could got just you. be like words of encouragement. It doesn't have to be like concrete advice. It could just be like, "You're right. fine. You still got time. You or got like, this." Or yeah, take like, a deep exactly. breath or whatever. Yeah. Right. Or even just lending an ear. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just roast me entirely for <laughs> years, and then maybe eventually I'll figure it out. I mean, that's basically what my dad did. Like, after my first quarter, I had, like, just straight Bs. And then he was just like, oh, so we're just doing the same thing you did in high school. Well, if you're going to do that, well, good luck with the rest of your life. You do whatever you want because after these four years, I'm not doing anything. And I was like, oh, hell no, we're not doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was just like, nah, we're not doing this, bro. Like, yeah. it was more of, like, I needed to prove to other people what I had already seen in myself that they were overlooking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and I had a real struggle of having to balance a relationship too. On top of that, yeah, you know, because early on, 
for me, and even still now a little bit, it's like I need to be able to tell my, you know, my significant other, my girlfriend, hey, I got some serious stuff. It's stressing me out. I just need to be alone so I can sit in the room with it, like whittle it down to size, you know, because when I would always be like, oh, oh yeah, I'll come, I'll come over and yeah, we could do this and don't worry, we can have that too. Then it was like I would do all this and then I'd be leaving and I'd be like, I did not get done anything that I needed to get done for school. You yeah. Know? And so, you know, I doubt they're balancing being able to, to go to that, go to my significant other and say, yeah, no, this needs I need this needs you my need attention to like, right down. Now. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was hard. But now that. But, you know, but like it made learned... you guys stronger that way. And as you could tell, I'm not with that that person, that same person I'm with anymore. But I did the opposite. I was like, oh, we're going to hang out? Okay, I'll try and fit in some more time and make it work. And, you know, with that came sacrifice. And I'd sacrifice the wrong things. Instead of being honest and being like, hey, I got to really focus on my schoolwork. Or, hey, I got to really focus on soccer. Or, hey, I got to really focus on work and make money because I'm broke as shit. I was just like, oh, I'll just add that to the pile. We'll make it work somehow. And I, I didn't. I had so many things to juggle. One of them was bound to fall out. And it started with my grades. And then it started with just my, my mental health. And yeah. then just like when you're balancing a lot of things and cause you have the things, you know, you, you want, and then you have the things, you know, you need, right? Like education, you know, work, those are necessities. Cause if you don't have that, then you're struggling at life. You have no and foundation. You have things you want, you know, like your relationships and seeing your friends and like having a good time. And those are the things that, you know, and when you have a balance, all of those things, you start freaking out. You start like your mental health kind of starts to go because you're just like, what am I? Do I have to give up, you mm-hmm. know, things I really want for things I need? And the answer is always like, yes, but you don't have to give it up. You just have to work with it, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. if, if I want to see my friends, you guys have never once, you know, heard me go, oh, yeah, I got a lot of schoolwork. I got to get done. So, you know, I, I can't and gone. Oh, bro, why, why didn't you have that done yeah. already? You know, you guys are always like... Got you. Cool. We figured it out. Yeah. yeah like, we, we got you. We understand. Or you guys are like, here, like, it would be better if we could set, like, a time frame. Like, you got to start work at what... You got to start your homework at what time? It would be like, maybe 10, 8. Well, eventually, we like, started study sessions yeah. just to even support us that way. Because right. some of us... Like, at that time, I wasn't even going to school anymore. But we were all in, like, a study room just getting shit done. Like, yeah. just powering through. And I think that all helped us because we were all in that, like, let's work mindset, you know. Were you, I think you were there for some of that part, you know. Were you? Was I? I don't think I studied with you guys the first I, year a lot. I took them. I yeah, no, it, it was over, it was after, you know, we did those whole big study sessions that I started taking in Santa Clara and we just started studying there. You know yeah. what? I remember that me and Tarzan, if y'all don't remember Tarzan, he's one of our old friends. But uh, Miss buddy. him and I used to come over to your school and just we wouldn't even yeah, study oh, yeah yeah we would we'd, play we'd cards hang out. we'd play and, cards and play pool and stuff yeah but we never got into like Ping oh pong. let's study and focus and yeah. that was a bad not not saying i mean i was part of that reason but like that didn't help me and what i needed to be get done mm-hmm. at all you know yeah. for sure even in my first year i'm not saying like it's all my school's fault like i definitely fucked up yeah <laughs> and that's another thing you just got to accept the fact it's that like, it's part of, it's on you too mm-hmm. yeah. i should have been like more um, involved with my classes because yeah. I definitely let everything drop and I was that kid where my teacher would put me aside like what the hell's going on <laughs> that happened <laughs> you, to me a lot what are you too. doing yeah and it's and it sucks because your teachers like give you that that um, benefit of you, the doubt you know, and they're trying to help you 
succeed and you're just like ah whatever and I think for I think for age two like at that time we were all still at home but he was like the only person who was like in a new environment oh, with yeah. roommates for the first time I mean I guess like I was, siblings mm-hmm. count as roommates but it's not no, the it's same not the it's same not the at same. all no, like <laughs> like he had to learn like I mean he already cooked but like you had to do so many things on your own and then like you know, like, even if he wanted to have us over right now, he's got to ask people if he, yeah, he can be right. over. Like, have, oh, yeah. Be over? And it doesn't help that one of my roommates was fucking shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right, you, right. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll call him... Yellow uh, Truck. Yellow, Yellow truck. truck. That's a good name. <laughs> oh, God. But, he was terrible. And then, like, I was also... It's not like I was 18 and I moved out. I was 17, and this was after seeing my siblings stay with my dad till like, they're 25 and 23. Right. So I'm sitting here at 17, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know you had the you had the budget stuff, too, right? I like had the you, budget stuff. I had, Then I have... It's just stacked up on my student loans, because yeah. my parents were paying for, and like, all... you couldn't all drive of anywhere, because you didn't have a vehicle, either. I did so not. So I biked everywhere. But then my bike got stolen. <laughs> and the funny oh, yeah. thing was, if we even went over to where you were, where you were rooming, there was no self-service. <laughs> there was no, no self-service. There was no, like, what... Uh, no place to park. Gig. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> what else? At least I met people. Like, I met people there, and I still talk to them to this day. And like, But I did slack off in classes and i still like sometimes i bailed sometimes i would play play too spend too much time playing video games like the student lounge with my homies or whatever mm-hmm. just didn't prioritize yeah. your time well and the worst thing really that like i that at least it hit me in the face when i like just got out of high school it was mm-hmm. like life happens yeah and yeah. you need to be ready for when life happens well that's the thing life doesn't wait on you either yeah it like, just it'll happen and it keeps going yeah and then you know, i was that's always that was the hardest thing for me to get over when i was like just fresh out of high school like figuring out life and like figuring out being an adult is when life happens it doesn't stop so you you can go ahead you can sit here and sulk right right Mm -hmm. but don't expect the world to go okay let's take a time out you know so-and-so's feelings are hurt you know like Mm -hmm. you have to you have to be like fine yeah that dentist cost two thousand dollars yeah your car's not working but you need to figure it out you get on the bus get a ride you know you know figure out a way to get dental insurance <laughs> like yeah out, man like fuck that that's what hit me right out the gates was like i had no money you know i had all these problems not with my health but with you know i have bad genes when it comes to teeth stuff mm-hmm. and then i was driving an old car i had no idea how to keep up maintenance on that thing so like it crapped out on me like my dad had it for like 10 years gave it to me for two not even two like one Mm-hmm. And it broke down. I was like, what happened? And then only after I threw it away did someone go, hey, did you know that you can't just change two tires on a stick shift car? Yeah, you need to change all four at the same time. Well, yours was all-wheel drive. Mine was. I, I didn't know that either. So there was like, mm-hmm. there's just all these things that were like, it was like, you need money here. You need money there. You need time here. You need to meet up with yeah. this person there. And you're just like, but I have an actual, like all your other things, like school, family, jobs. All that other stuff, you have to pile on top of that, and you just have to figure it out. And when when you're just out of college like that, when you're just out of high school like that, you're like, what the hell? Like, the, the world's just, like, because when you're in high school, you have a bubble, you know? Sure. Your life is in that bubble. Your parents are there, you know, your friends are there, but you're still going to, It's life is still, like, on its, you know, repetition track. You wake up go to school maybe do a club or you know a sport everything afterwards. was scheduled for you yeah mm-hmm. you come home you do your homework maybe you talk to your girlfriend or maybe hang out with them for a little bit and then you go home you do your homework but when you're in college they're like your classes are 
whenever you want them to be. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you have a gap, you can do whatever you want. No one's gonna tell you to stay on campus. No one's gonna sit you down in a room and go study. You have to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. Well, I think after high school, and elaborate with me if you guys will. But I think right out of high school, someone just and going into that next chapter of college, someone just popped that bubble. Yeah. And like you were thrown into the real world, and it was like now you got to figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't world. think I didn't think school itself didn't prepare me for it and my parents actually prepared me the most but even then i didn't feel prepared enough to handle that i was not prepared at all i think it's because like when you get a lot of freedom at once it's Mm -hmm. hard to manage it's not like it's not like freshman year to senior year you get a little bit of freedom here and there. like the only freedom you pretty much get in high school right like you you start being able to walk around campus and then like and then you get your license so you can start driving and like yeah i think like the license is the only thing that's like a little increment but outside of that it's still like even when you have your license in high school it's like you can't be driving after 11 p.m like once you get to college you can drive at 2 a.m ain't nobody pulling you over like for the most part right right Right. and like you just get everything at once so like a lot of freedom is like a double-edged sword because it's like okay you have all this freedom but now it's up to you how are you going to use it and it's like they never did like an orientation they don't teach you time management they don't teach you like how, how to, to personal finance they don't teach you like, like that. all that stuff so it's kind of like okay, now you got to learn a bunch of stuff and like very few people in their summer going into college are like let me take time and learn this most mm-hmm. people are like yo this is my last summer that i'm gonna see my high school friends yeah. most people don't hang out with their high school friends after that right i didn't, I didn't so it's like What's they basically kind of go like crazy because it's like this is the last time i'm gonna just hang out with them as much as i can instead yeah. of being like we're about to start school let me try and get some of this shit done yeah i mean my thing was right like when i was in high school like you say, your freedom was limited, right? But so I felt like I was optimizing on that freedom more, like like all the time. Like if I had a couple hours here, I was like I could go see my girlfriend. Like if I had a couple hours there, I was like if I had like a weekend, I'd be like I could go to a party and see my friends. Like I was optimizing on that freedom, mm-hmm. you know, because everything else was on a schedule. I already had my homework done. I already studied for the test. I can I could optimize on that freedom. But then I got flung into college, and they were like, your whole life is freedom now. Congratulations. <laughs> You're an adult. Nobody can tell you what to do. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, on that, so like Bambi, Waffles, and I, we all lived with our parents. So we still had some kind of like like voice in the back of our heads kind of things. You were the only one who lived on your own. Yeah. How did you handle that kind of freedom? It was hard. <laughs> so what did you do? Cause to, like, like, I was Because I didn't have a lot of freedom in right, during high right. school and middle school because my dad's like pretty paranoid and strict at the sure, time sure. he's Same a lot he's a lot more chilly and chill now so for that i just didn't want to talk to my parents a lot which didn't help unless i was in like serious trouble which didn't happen often i try right. to stay out of trouble i think there was one time where it's just because most of my money came from being from when i was a kid all the way growing up because i saved pretty much all of you it. saved it sure i saved and that money went out the window <laughs> One, I was a little irresponsible. Yeah. I wasn't too irresponsible. I'll, I'm going to be say yeah, that. I think you two, I think our guests, yeah. family and age, mm-hmm. if you don't speak on my behalf, they're way more responsible yeah. than me. Uh, they're the most responsible people I know. But if I have so, a problem, I go to these. <laughs> I mean, I would also go to you. But like, but, it's like but with the rest of the money, you just had to go <laughs> to things I needed. Like right. food. I need to pay an internet bill. Because I couldn't spend my all my time at school because it did close at some point, you know? Yeah. And plus, everyone else in the apartment needed um, the internet for X, Y, and Z reasons, right? Yeah. It was just weird not having. It was weird taking in that freedom at first. Yeah. Because I wasn't able. I usually wasn't able to go out at night and have our like twelve to twelve walks, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. 
So it was, it was very overwhelming. And that's 12 at midnight to 12 in the morning. Yeah. And I was also still bitter about my siblings, but yeah, I got over it eventually. That's probably the first thing I got over. 12 in the morning is still midnight. 12 at midnight to 12 in the, the afternoon. afternoon. 12, yeah. midnight, afternoon. midnight to noon. You know what? I think <laughs> another thing that kind of set me on the wrong track, too, was my other circle of influence at the time, or my other support, was, was Tarzan. And that fool didn't have any schedule. He was very, like, wild, like a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Like, we would go to your place, and we'd be like, yo, is it cool if we come at 2 a.m. and hit, hit up the <laughs> pool table? You know, like, mm-hmm. you have things to do. I had things to do, but I threw that aside. Cause I, I was also like, threw it aside. Because I was like, I want to have fun with Tarzan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Tarzan had Jane, and she she let that happen. You mm-hmm. know, like, those two let that fizz up. And, you know, he had some run-ins with that. And it, it, it bled onto me, you know? And I'm not saying it's all his fault. Definitely not, because mm-hmm. I let it happen. Yeah, it's your choice at the end of the day. I mean, and so but, on and so forth. But also right. the other thing was, Tunes. like, if you look at Tarzan, like, Tarzan at the time had, like, gotten out of high school early. You mm-hmm. know, he, he had been in college. He had gotten the job yeah. first. Yeah. He had the car and everything. He was like, I'm running this he shit. He seemed like the wise guy. Right. But he, I don't he know, was, when but, he was throwing but, that on everyone else, but, it didn't seem as wise anymore. But then yeah. also what I realized was it wasn't that he was, like, just super on top of everything. He just basically grinded everything like if he wanted to see someone and he had homework he was like all right he flew by the seat of his pants right he was like i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna do homework you know i think for him it wasn't even like he worked hard he kind of just relied a lot on natural ability and like you can't like if you see someone who does that not everyone like unfortunately is Mm -hmm. at the same base level right right you can get to whatever level someone else is at if you put in the hard work but if you're going off of someone who's just relying on natural ability, at one point, you're going to hit that plateau. You're going to hit that rock, yeah. But then the person who's been working hard, they already have the like foundation. They already have the nerve right. to say, like, yo, I'm not hanging out with you. Or, no, I'm not yeah. going out at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think at that time, like, Tarzan was, like, leading with words but not example. Sure. And I think, like, when you're out of high school, you kind of tend to follow people's words more than actions. I think you did this the best, but you were able to say no, and you too, when you had to. For me, I was always just like, I'm down. I'm always down. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I got this homework assignment. Mm, I could I could make it late, you know? I was Especially still when you're there, already right? stressed and someone gives right. you an opportunity to be like, hey, we can do this instead. And right. You're just like, oh, hell yeah, please. You're just, yeah, you're just like, thank God I can just de-stress it. I'm worried about mm-hmm. this for, a, like, an afternoon. That's the worst part, like, about, like, being an adult. Because mm-hmm. when when I'm a child, right, I'm like, I find anything, right? I'm doing homework. I'm like, Psh, I can just relax. I can take a break. It's not like it's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I just sit back in my chair and I, you know, I, I take a nice, like, calming, like, uh, I play some video games for maybe a couple hours or whatever. But, you know, when I'm a child, I can still, like, play those video games for two hours and then be like, Okay, my mom's gonna come in soon and tell me I need to I need to get off and finish my homework or I I you you have something in your brain mm-hmm. that's telling you all right well just finish the homework it's not gonna take that long you know because especially homework back in high school it's like just worksheets maybe an essay mm-hmm. and even though you're probably taking six classes your school's your life at that point yeah right yeah, so yeah. you didn't have to balance work you didn't have to balance mm-hmm. like a social life. Yeah. And, like, the grade sheet was in your favor in high school in terms of, like, if you literally just did homework and did, like, average on the test, you would still pass. Right. Yeah. But right. in college, it's like, bro, you don't have to show up to class. So attendance is barely anything. Yeah. And, like, your homework is, like, depending on what class you're taking. That's, math like, pro- participation yeah, math, just Yeah, math kind of has homework every day. But other classes, like history, you maybe get a paper English, once a month. everything so, was an essay. So, so you had, like, three essays, and yeah. that was it. And so literally, like, you had midterms. You did bad on that. You're fucked. You're fucked. Finals, you 
better get like at least a grade you have currently or like better or else yeah. your shit's fucked like you literally have two main grades you're relying on mm-hmm. and it's basically like if you do bad on one of those you're like that's a short leash you're working with and that yeah. kind of translates to to like when you work in those industries right you don't get like 20 chances you get mm-hmm. one project chance and if that project tanks so do you yeah. if that project is success so are you right mm-hmm. so yeah. that's how it kind of correlated i mean right? like that yeah that was the biggest thing too because I left high school and I was like, yeah, you know, I just got to show up to class. I can go whenever I want. You know, I can sleep. I can oh. do whatever. And then the I training got, wheels were off. Yeah, I got yeah. there and they were like, all right, so this class is comprised. The grade in this class is comprised of two midterms and a final. I was like, the first time I heard that, I was like, dope. Three grades and that's it. You know, all I got to do is take the test and be done. Mm-hmm. And then I took that first test, land on my face. And then I go, okay, you know what? I'm going to get this second one. And I'm going to get the final. And then you realize you really want to find a class that just kind of works for you. I needed a class that had homework because they're not when they're not assigning homework, then mm-hmm. it's just like, OK, yeah, it's just two tests. They don't assign homework. They don't collect it. You know? Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do it. You're right. right. But, but when you don't do it, then you're like, you, you don't didn't learn. learn. Right. So then you go to that test and you try to cram in whatever you could cram in in a week. And then you get to that test and it doesn't look anything like you crammed in. And you're like. You know, you're just screwed. You're just or, fucked. Or like even with homework, it's kind of like a mini quiz in your brain, right? It's like, do I know this stuff? Right. Or do right. I have to go back to the book and relearn it for myself? Sure. When you don't have that homework, it's kind of like you don't know if, if you're even studying the right way. Like you don't know what the test is going to be like. You don't know how the teacher is going to like ask a question or whatever. So you're like, am I even studying the right way? Because you could be studying, but mm-hmm. it could just be the total wrong way for the test. Yeah. You can just fuck up. Like I when I took physics... In like at the end of the rate, it was there. It was it was structured and unstructured in these two senses. Structured in a sense where teachers like I have a specific way I like to see my problems done. I have you know specific things I like to see done. Like I had a teacher, I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, he was like this. He was like, you have a journal. You need to write. You need to write notes in your journal every day. Just write what you learned about in the day. Write a paragraph. Write a page. You need it needs to be this many words, yeah, and it's handwritten too, so it's not, mm-hmm. and you couldn't type it, right? And then the the and then the questions he would have us do, he would always be like, uh, since it was physics, beginner physics is just a lot of trajectory problems, so he was like, draw out the triangle, no, uh, no measuring the angles, no nothing, guesstimate the triangle, and if you don't guesstimate the triangle, then I don't know if you did the problem right because I didn't, I can't guesstimate the triangle with you and all this stuff and then you know when i got to another class it was better because he he straight up showed up to class and was like here's the seven steps every single problem needs to have sure. if you have these seven steps on paper then congratulations you just you get the you get the privilege of having me look at your problem not even like not even get the points right, right. they were just like you have the privilege of having me look at that problem so if i went to class didn't take notes, didn't pay attention, took mm-hmm. the test, and I just solved the answers how the book teaches you to solve the answers, I, you could fail, you know? Yeah. Teachers did, like teachers yeah. are very different once you get mm-hmm. to college because they're like, I'm I'm trying to weed out the people who aren't supposed to be here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? So jumping into this world that was like, to me it was like insanity or like jumping into the fire. How did you guys handle the heat, right? How did you guys keep your sanity in this world of insanity? I had y'all. That was it. Yeah, I had a girlfriend and I had y'all. And that was it. For me, I even while I still had you guys, I still lost myself in that fire for sure. Because 
I just felt like I cooked myself up too much more than I could chew, right? Oh, no, yeah. Same here. I mean, look, look, like, it. there's a reason why, like, I have to hold myself back when it comes to, you know, my mom's not going to listen to me. When it comes <laughs> to, like, weed mm-hmm. and it comes to, like, you know, I don't drink during the week because of the fact that when I was when I started out of college and turned 21, I was like, I can drink now. Another thing, turning 21 and having the free ability to drink does not mean you should right, drink. Right. Like, I turned 21, I was like, I can buy booze now. I'm going to buy beer. I'm going to have beer in my fridge. You know, it's good. Yeah. But then you get stressed out because of school. So what you do, you turn to a beer. So you're drinking Something beers. Something of soulless, right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, like, at one point, at my worst, I was like, fuck, I got to study. I'd hit the pen just so I wouldn't, like, stress out. And then i just study, study, study. But then I learned, you know, I'm not remembering any of this. I'm just, this, the weed is purely making it so I can sit at a table and crank out problems, but I don't know what the fuck I'm cranking out. Yeah. I don't understand any of this. Right, right. You know, half the time I turn to Chegg. <laughs> how did mm-hmm. how did you handle that? Video games and hang out with friends. Because I don't drink. Right. And that's <laughs> why I'm weed. asking your perspective. So some people yeah. don't want to rely on, like, low time like that. Like, mm-hmm. for I think for me, too, it was, like, bonfires and just, like, yeah. Just every now and then hanging out with the group, but I did that too much, mm-hmm. and then I tried to balance everything. So is there like, how are you able to, like, were you able to find a nice like, now nowadays are you able mm-hmm. to find that nice like middle piece where like mm-hmm. I can hang out with friends on certain times and yeah, it's it's nice living out here because I'm not with you. No offense. <laughs> no, you're so just so to put it's in perspective, just more. You're two hours easy, away from us. Yeah, it's easier to manage my time and not get distracted. I just handle what I right. need to do because I've been, I got straight A's last semester. I got straight A's the semester before, semester before, mm-hmm. you know, and right. I, I'm able to focus. And I also, also have my own room, yeah. which you guys know, like for the past, whatever years I've been sleeping on like couches and beds yeah. or other people's beds, right? Even mm-hmm. which is, surfing. which is cool, <laughs> right. which is cool, but it's like kind of ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just get tired it's just nice you. being in your own space. Yeah, definitely. You feel comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. even that, that first year, it's like hanging out with people. And I relied again, like how um, Tarzan did, relied on just talent. Right. And because I got just by and through my he's art He's a talented class, guy, yeah, too. I got through my art classes like no problem. Sure. When I did my work, there was one guy who was like jealous of my artwork because I didn't practice on the side. I just right. did the thing and got out of there and didn't work hard, which I need to. Yeah. But, which I've learned now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made me hold uh, myself accountable. Sure. And what about you, Bambi? Do you have any insights on that? I mean, for me, it was kind of like, at that time, since most of you guys just kind of hung around with people around your age, pretty much, I'm, like, even at my martial arts place, at that time at least, I was, like, the baby. Like, out of everyone, I was the youngest person there who stuck beyond high school. Because most people, like, out of high school, they probably go to college. So they just, like, do it for, like, two years, and they leave, right? And they're out. But since I was still at community college, like, there were other people at community college, but those people were, like, older than me. So everyone there were, like... They were older, so they kind of gave me wisdom. And, like, in high school when I used to work there, I used to just, like, a couple hours before, I used to be like, oh, I can't come in. Or, like, yeah. and then, like, the main guy who runs all the schools, he kind of, like, pulled me aside and was like, you realize you can't tell us two hours before because if you say you can't make it, then we got to call someone else. Everyone else is in college at the time, so we can't really shift in the schedule. Then, like, then the one person has to teach 30 kids, and then the kids get, like, behind, and then the parents get mad, and it messes mm-hmm. up the whole business. Yeah. So, for me, it was kind of like, Yo, like one person really plays like a big role yeah. in like a lot of other people's lives. So like just having a lot of older people and getting that wisdom from my job, it kind of just helped me like, okay, I need to have a structure. And like when I have the free time, that's when I'll like hang out with you guys. Or like sometimes even if I have free time, instead of hanging out with you guys, I'm gonna be like, 
I just need to rest for sure. my own mental mm-hmm. health. And that's what I did for like in my story. I moved. I literally had to move because I was so into this fire and heat and I couldn't get out. I had to stop. I had to take a step back and be like, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to fix everything? It's all, there's no structure to it. I don't have any way of like fixing this. Everyone Mm -hmm. else is like progressing. And I felt like I was very stagnant. So I was, I was lucky and blessed to have this opportunity to, to move and try something of a new environment where I was fresh slate, clean start. And that's Mm -hmm. why I took advantage of that. And with that, I learned how to build a better foundation. And I, like I said, I took time, you know, Mm -hmm. I I went through my building blocks. I went through my ABCs, my one, two, threes. And I was just trying to figure out how to get through this all. And now once I felt comfortable enough to build that up and figure out what what path I wanted to go, I came Mm -hmm. back. And that's why I'm back here now. Mm -hmm. And it's a good time to figure it out, too, because you still have all this time in front of you. That's a big thing, too. I I feel like a lot of people Mm -hmm. at our age feel like, oh, no, everyone's advancing and I got to be ready by the age of 20 it's like mm-hmm. no you got all the time man. like like you and i know a guy you know we call him god of the back room right yeah god of the back room he's you know co-worker Bart. oh okay <laughs> uh he he you know i thought he had life like by the balls for a minute because mm-hmm. he would see this man walking he'd be confident he was good at his job he just nailed like everything he would walk in everything if we could be down 20 cars we could be down 30 cars he would you show up and nothing, and bust yeah, nothing faced him. And then, and then I, I, I learned about him later on in life uh, when we were just talking about careers and everything. He was like, I told him how much you make starting as a computer engineer, uh, mm-hmm. like Cisco and stuff like that, which is really good. And he didn't know that. And he was like, I was like, you know, it's never too late to change your major. And he was like, and he, I didn't know, but he was 26 when I was eight. Like I was like, we were 18, 18 19, mm-hmm. yeah. And he was like, I'm 26. I've already changed my major five times. Mm-hmm. Now I have to stick to this major just so I can get out of college with a degree and stop working at this tire shop, you know? Yeah, yeah he had an ultimatum for himself. Right. And that was it for him. And, and, but, like, you know, he he used his 20s to figure it out. Yeah. Know? How does he like to have fun? When does he like to have fun? And how can he manage his fun with work? And he, he seemed like the happy – he seemed like a very put-together guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And he was, so – and uh, like going back to like how you have so much time in front of you, like one of the guys that me and um, Maui listened to, he just talks about patience because like yeah. you can look around at other people and they're like ahead in terms of like a life or like at whatever age, right? But at the end of the day, if you get to the finish line that you were aiming for, that's all that matters. Like right. It's only when you don't hit that finish line you had in your mind. Like it doesn't matter how long it takes you as long as you get there or even if you realize, yo, this isn't the finish line I want mm-hmm. and you pivot. It's like whatever you want to do, as long as you accomplish it, yeah. that's all that matters. Like sometimes if you give yourself like a deadline or like a too early of a deadline, then it's like that's now stress. you're putting extra stress for yeah. no reason. Like if you say like, okay, I want to be successful or I want to earn this much money in like 10 years or 20 years, that gives you ample mm-hmm. time right. to make your mistakes and then like learn and then like hit your goals. Yeah, that's how I go. go I, I also mm-hmm. just want to put out, it's also not just all about how you manage your time. It's about like the level of effort you're trying to put in, because you guys know me, right? I'm mm-hmm. I'm a lazy guy. Yeah. yeah. But and even though you know I'm doing all right, and you know, I'm I finally transfer and I'm starting out at this new college where I'm finally going to get my degree, and even though it's all online right now, you know, I I learned that I can't go around saying, oh, I'm doing my best and I'm working like my hardest, and it really you know expect that since i'm saying that mm-hmm. it means that you guys because you guys know i wasn't 
I'm a lazy guy. So when it came to school, it came to that. I was like, I'll just check it. I'll just, I'll just Google, you know, what I need to know. Once yeah. I knew what I needed to know, I put it on paper, turned it in, got a good score. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after that, you kind of start, you know, losing yourself. So you can't do that and then mm-hmm. go, oh, I've done so much work. Yeah. I just need to relax. You need to also understand that there's a certain level of effort that is that is called upon you before you can go and say, okay, now I need to relax. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you're just showing up and just like have using everything at your disposal to just put whatever you need on a sheet of paper and give it to your professor, yeah, then he's like, cool, yeah, you're doing it, but like, are you really growing as a student? Are you like, because mm-hmm. yeah. if you're doing that, then you're just going to end up how like high school treated you where it's like they said they were preparing you for college they said you were, they were preparing you for what the real life is going to do and you fall on your ass because you didn't you know go to college to prepare yourself sure. for the our world you know mm-hmm. like coding with me i i thought i was gonna be all right mm-hmm. but i i found out after my first internship that i was not all right like where everybody else was and where i was was like worlds mm-hmm. apart and yeah I, that's why i didn't go back the next quarter because i was like i need to i need to build my arsenal yeah you have something to say Aiden? no <laughs> you forgot my bad <laughs> no i need to start going first because i forget yeah yeah if you feel like you have something <laughs> to say just let it out because you know because you know, if i focus on not forgetting i don't listen to what you say yeah yeah, yeah. no but you yeah, don't right. need, but yeah yeah you need because you know I'll, I'll remember out of spite yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know for me it, it's just a matter of don't compare yourself to others too and that was my problem is i was like looking at all my friends and i was like oh god like they're all going through school they're all making moves they're all making huge moves and i'm over here still a community still going to a different community yeah. i tried my hand at you know, going to a four-year and that tanked on me because I wanted to rush it. I wanted to like fit everything into this, you know, school year. I wanted mm-hmm. to be the partier. I wanted to live. I wanted to get all my grades. And I was like, I wanted to make friends. You know, I was like, I'm living in a new environment. Step one is to make friends. That's not usually the case. You can make friends mm-hmm. by going through yeah. classes. Right. It's hard wanting to do everything at once. Cause I get how you feel like I want to do, I want to play guitar. I want to draw. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do other like creative things but that's, that's also and... good cook. it's just a lot of it's draining my creativity and it's really hard right that's why i'm struggling with the logo yeah you're <laughs> good i just started it's just i usually draw still lives because you don't have to be creative about it you just draw the thing yeah <laughs> and what i was going to say earlier i remember now is that out of high school i was like i want to get a bachelor's at 23 it doesn't have to be if it's my late 23 or or early right when i turn 23 whatever right but i wanted to give myself that window yeah. because i knew if i did it as fast as possible i'd be done by 21 yeah because i had graduated college at 17 right and i'm glad high i gave high school same oh i graduated school, around the same year as you 17 i got out of yeah. high school yeah high school my bad and um but now i'm looking at 24 which is fine by me because now i understand yeah I and think... plus i is i'm still close to that window right <laughs> and i think that's good to like try and ballpark it but mm-hmm. For me, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, I want to do this. And then I'm like, like baby stepping myself into it. I was like, maybe I don't really want to do that. You I know? got lucky with my teachers. Yeah. Because no matter what work I showed, they were always like, you should keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. You should definitely keep doing, like every single art teacher I've had is like, keep doing art. Don't stop doing art. I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. And I probably, if I didn't have that reassurance, I probably would have done something else. Yeah. And that's where yeah. I went wrong. Because I was like, 
I didn't have all those teachers that were like, hey, you're hella good at this. Keep mm-hmm. going at it. Yeah. They were just like, you're good. You're good. You're good. Mm-hmm. And I got like a lot of mediocre. So I started yeah. spreading myself too thin. Yeah. And I couldn't like focus in. Mm-hmm. And I still at this point can't focus in on things. I have it narrowed down. But even now I'm like still all over the place. Like my teachers pull me aside whether I was doing well, bad or well, bad or average, you know, it's just tell me that so again i got like really really lucky yeah i, I didn't have any of that like i had teachers like the teachers i had weren't like the kind of teachers that would pull you aside and be like i had one teacher like that and mm-hmm. i didn't like him because there was he the, the problem was for that was i was like i put that was a class i put my all into mm-hmm. and he still was like nah you gotta you, you're not passing and i was like and then he said you should come back and we can really build on what you have and i was like mm-hmm. nah i need to pass <laughs> but like other, but most of my teachers would just basically give me the same spiel I, I would be getting since I was in what, like fifth? The potential sixth grade? spiel? The potential spiel, right? <laughs> They're just like, some of you, you know, you, some of you will get A's, some of you will get B's, but some of you will be getting B's when really you could be getting A's if you just, you know, really devoted yourself or like really picked yourself up. But instead, you want to sit in the back of class giggling with your friends, and then you're not going to get anything higher than a B because you're not trying to get anything higher than a B. And they would give me that spiel, like, in the middle of class, you know, to try to, like, get get me back on, like, get myself on their radar, you know, and, yeah. like, mm-hmm. try to get myself no. But I was like, listen, you know, you're not pulling me aside. You don't care. You just, you're just not, you're not going to see me in a quarter. Yeah. You know, so I don't have to listen to you. And then as I figured, as I went on, I was just like, you know, maybe I should start optimizing on some of this potential everybody else apparently yeah. sees. <laughs> My, uh, for me, too, like, like I said, I'm so spread thin because... I'm not the great at anything. I'm pretty mediocre at everything. Like I'm half decent. Like I have some skill in everything yeah. in a sense. So for me, it's hard to figure out what I want to be really and focus all my time on. And I say to those people who are in that boat too, it's just, just, just keep going about your things. Like for mm-hmm. me, I took a bunch of random classes just to see what I liked and yeah. disliked. And in that sense, I still haven't figured out what I want, but I just stopped looking for it now. I think that's a key mm-hmm. is like, I was looking for it so hard that Maybe I just keep overseeing it or I'm just blind to it, you know? So I think it's good to also not overwork yourself. Yeah. I'm going to use guitar as an example. Some people are like, okay, I'm going to play guitar for an hour a day. And their guitar stays in the case in the corner. And you don't really have to do it for an hour. First of all, take your guitar out of the case so it's like easier to access and you don't have to think about it too much. And give yourself like 10 minutes and you'll find yourself playing much longer than 10 minutes, Yeah. for example. Or you'll learn that you just mm-hmm. want to play it 10 minutes Yeah, yeah, exactly. You It'll know, become a lot more natural. Don't force yourself into a bubble that you don't want to force yourself mm-hmm. into. You know, like what I what I actually realized and I didn't, and the funny thing is I didn't realize it was what I was doing until like years went on and I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You can probably relate, Bambi can probably relate to me on this. I, I'm only in the CS because I, I have ideas and I have dreams for things that like just don't exist yet. You know, like sure. robotics, you know, like inventing. I want to get into that. And I was like, well, if I want to get into that, I need to get into technology. So computer engineering, computer science, sure. you know, electrical engineering. Those were the ones I definitely had to look at. And I just kind of, even though, you know, for me, they're not the most enthralling majors you know i don't i don't wake up and i go i'm gonna program a library organizer and, today. and some people do though too right, right? Yeah. some people do some people are like this is dope i built this you mm-hmm. know and i have you know i have that craftsman you know ship pride where it's like i built this this works this is this is what i am like hey you in my group pick up your shit come on mm-hmm. you know oh, but like <laughs> but like bambi can like bambi can like realize like probably talk more about this it's like you 
got into that major because you had an idea that you wanted to see made into reality and that was going to help you lay the building block can you elaborate on that yeah for me it was kind of like so in like my ethnicity or whatever like a lot of people do stem so because i grew up seeing stem by the way stem is like science technology engineering and math okay so basically those things count as like the tech giants yeah and like some people put business in there but i really don't because like business math is totally different business goes in everything yeah, yeah yeah So for me, it's like, I used to always see people in that field. And I'm like, but like, we can't just like, you know how like people complain, like there's not enough cultural representation in movies or there's not enough mm-hmm. cultural representation in like modeling or like all these other things. I'm like, yeah. you can't complain about that if you're forcing all your children to follow one route and then you're going to be like, but we don't have people in this. Yeah. So for me, I was like, instead of being one of those people who complain about there's not enough representation, why don't I just become part of that representation like everyone sure. used to be like it's gonna be super hard i'm like yeah but anything that's worth it is gonna be hard like mm-hmm. i'd rather be the first person to do it and even if i fail at least the next person who comes after me is like i can pursue this and i know i can learn from this person's mistakes than rather just be like oh i'm just another like replica of like my uncle or a replica mm-hmm. of like someone else right for me, it was more like I need to find something where I can stand up because for yeah. me, it was like the same thing as Maui. Like I'm kind of good at a little bit of everything. And I feel like even if I'm not good at something, I could pick it up. Like yeah, it's not yeah, anything exactly. that like is out of my reach. So like if I want to do CS, I could do it. Like right. if I want to put my effort into it, but it's something I was just like, we already have enough people from my ethnicity right, doing right. this. I just want to do something where I can stand out. Sure. Yeah, that's, you know, that's another thing with you and me too, right? Like you got into uh, graphic design. And that was like a thing where everybody's like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Bambi's Indian. What, what is he doing getting graphic design? And then for me, right, I was, I'm black and, and half Lebanese. And, you know, for, I'm only getting, people, I used to say like, I'm only getting into CS because my dad's an engineer. Mm-hmm. And my dad, you know, he, he supported me through my whole life. Why wouldn't I want to secure a job where I could support my child just as well as my dad supported me. Mm-hmm. But then I, and then I kind of came into it and then I realized really what I was looking into because there is not there is such a small black presence in the you know technology industry right now. Sure. You know, there's like there's uh, what's the graph? What's his name? Um, the black science physicist, something oh, Neil, deGrasse? My, Neil deGrasse Tyson There's Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he became, you know, famous, a famous physicist. And he was black. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. I mean, like, he just happens to be black, but he, yeah. his his love was for business. His physics. love, his love was purely for uh, for physics. And for me, I went in. I'm now going in. I'm still in, you know, computer science. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I am the only. I'm probably going to be the only black guy, you know, in my class. You know, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be the like maybe there'll be 10, 20 black people in my graduating like class. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to tell myself like one. Don't forget, you're black. No matter what anybody says, no matter no matter what the world like thinks you look like or mm-hmm. treats you like, you know. Same with you, you know. Yeah. Same with age. We're both like half black, and we both have a kind of whatever we go into. We need to realize like you are going to change a lot of people's opinion on what a black person can achieve. Sure. You know, because yeah. I know ton- all the black people I know, they're not working jobs where you know you see them on TV or people are talking about them. You know, mm-hmm. they get jobs that are really just in the background. You know, nobody's listening. Like, you got my mom who works, you know, a job that is mm-hmm. in the background. But since, you know, she's the person she is, she's 
always being very appreciated. She like that's a very thankful job to her because students come up to her and they always want to like talk and like just get things off their chest sometimes and then maybe they need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you know, I I I want to be the black person that showed up to the game and was like I made this. I'm inventing this. I'm pushing the world forward in my own small way. And yeah. that's what I feel and- like a lot of us are trying to find like how can we push mm-hmm. the world forward just a little bit you know in arts or you know even in your own way like how can i technology. better my world you know how can i make this world better for me right that's right. usually what you're doing is like how can i make how can i make an impact for myself and sometimes that impact is like a butterfly effect or like a water drop in the pool right mm-hmm. it makes a, a, wa- a butterfly effect right mm-hmm. just ripples in the waves and you mm-hmm. don't realize that maybe by me doing this unbeknownst to myself right that me becoming maybe a teacher or a firefighter will actually make a big, big change in someone else's life that you might not know. Mm-hmm. And I think people try to see like celebrities, right? And they try to do that kind of comparison. They're like, oh, I want to be unique like that celebrity who's always on TV and he's inspiring millions. But sometimes you don't need to inspire millions. Maybe you just need to inspire like one or two people. And by doing that, it can change your whole your whole world and, and for the better. You know, I think people look at it at such a grand scale because that's all our how that's, that's how, how our that's world life, is looking. Yeah, you know, like every single life, people are like, I want to be the huge. next, the next, the rock, or I want to be the next, you know, Bill the Gates biggest or scientist like or Tesla, Steve Jobs. Yeah, like it's they like, want to be these people. They didn't. They didn't. That wasn't their goal. They weren't trying to be like, okay, I'm going to be the next big thing. Like for for Nick for Elon Musk, he wasn't like, I'm going to be the next big guy. He was just like. You know, I'm just going to be an engineer and I'm just going to be creating as many things as I can. He's like, I have an idea and I think my idea is dope. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much well it. it. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it turned him into what he is now. Right. And that's what I that's what I'm hoping for, because I have ideas and, you know, some some of my ideas are weird. Some of my ideas might work. But I won't it. know until I finally devote myself to to learning the craft that's going to make my my dreams and ideas possibilities. Sure. And. You know, that's that's what I think everybody needs to realize. First and foremost, when you're when you're an adult, like you're out of high school, you have all this. You have the world like not on a silver platter. If I'm being honest, the world is shattered and over a, like a mile long <laughs> buffet and you need to get to where you want to be if you want to have a piece of your world. But, you know, you just need to find a dream, find a passion and there you know, we're, everybody's always talking about it. Find your passion. Mm-hmm. Learn learn the but, be the See, best and that's where you. my problem comes in because I'm trying to find my passion. I've tried to and to those people who are still looking for the passion and can't figure it out, stop looking. Mm-hmm. And just start doing things you like to do and your passion will just come out. Right. Like I got an Arduino chip. Like I got a like everybody would even look at you probably hear me now is like I'm a twenty three year old guy. I'm releasing a lot of my information on this on this thing. I should not be telling people half the things I'm telling. Anyway, I'm this guy and I'm I'm pretty old and like people like I, I got I got a I got an Arduino chip and people that were like in their thirties and like, you know, high twenties were like, Oh, how old is he? Like I got mine when I was fourteen, you know, like I got mine when I was when I was this like little teenage high schooler and I'm like, Oh, I'm I'm a full on college student. I've been in here for like years now i'm just getting my first arduino and but i got it anyway because i wasn't i wasn't thinking about them i was thinking about me i'm like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna get this and see what happens maybe i learn something maybe i don't but yeah. i need this i need to i have this energy i have this time and i have this idea let me see if i can just start making my idea real now mm-hmm. and so i got the arduino chip i played around with all the things and i was like 
yep, this is not what I need. <laughs> you know, like yeah, but you was, figured it out, right? Right. Yeah. You know, because like I couldn't get it to do the things, and I if I spent more time on it, maybe I could get to where I want to be. But the Arduino was just not what I needed, and right. now I know that, and and I wouldn't trade that experience for anything else. You know, if somebody was like, hey. I can I can give you exactly what you need to make your dreams come true on a silver platter. I'd probably look at that guy and go, "Nah, I'm good." Because if he gives it to you on a silver platter, then you're just like, "What did I? What did, did I you really earn it? do?" Right? right it's like really I didn't I didn't learn. I didn't fight. I didn't you know I didn't struggle to get where I am. And that helps you build the person you are, right? Yeah. To make you earn it, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, really, if you don't struggle, you'll never understand what it means to fight for what you want. Sure. I needed to learn to struggle because I was like, do you guys have any lasting notes? Um, I think like the last thing I would say is like, because we're talking about having like a support group and stuff like that. And like how um, earlier we were talking about how Waffles was talking about how if he said he had to do homework, like we would say, oh, okay, that's fine. You could go do your homework. If you're starting out college or like finishing up high school and you have friends who are not like supportive of that, sometimes even if you've known them for six years, seven years, like two years, you might have to let go of them just because if someone's not supporting what you want to do, even if like, let's say, for example, I want to like cook and like age is like, oh, Vanille is going to be horrible at cooking. Like even if he's just like, oh, you should try and just see like where you can get to. That's better than someone who's just going to like put you down from the start. Right. It's one thing to get like positive like it's one thing to get like criticism or like positive reinforcement mm-hmm. and then it's another thing to just be like oh this thing is not going to make you su- successful so don't do it like right if you got negative energy around you going into college you might want to look at it and be like do i want to deal with this for a whole school year on top of like working on top of family stuff on top of school or do i kind of want to like you know distance them let myself grow in my own lane and then maybe if i feel like i want to come back to them i can come back to them later right and, mm-hmm. and i want to i want to add on to that always make sure you have at least i i'm not going to say one or two i mean like find like five six friends that are really there and gonna and are going to be the people to, to take a look at you and go yeah bro i don't think you're making the right decision here you know because like i have that you know i yeah. have you guys i have you know uh, big head and I have Cassie and I even have my mom and honestly without you guys you know be the ones to be like yeah man I like if I came out to a party right with mm-hmm. y'all and I was like and one of you overheard yeah I have an assignment due tomorrow and I know it's worth a good amount of points but you know we're having this party I just need to come out some of you would be like well how many points is that assignment mm-hmm. worth yeah you know, like, like is should you really be skipping it mm-hmm. and you need people in your life there because even they could you guys want me to de-stress. You guys want yeah. me to be fun and be happy. But you also don't want me to do that at sacrificing my success. Mm-hmm. You know? So you need to find someone that... You need to find people and surround yourself with them that aren't going to... Like, when you say you can't go to the party, they're not going to be like, oh, but you didn't come to the last party. You didn't right. go to this one. You need people that are going to be like, you can't come to the party? You need, if you need help on anything, by the way, just let me know. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? I maybe can't, I maybe can't get you back tonight, but... Yeah. Tomorrow, maybe after the party, if I'm like, if I'm in a right state of mind, I can help you out. But yeah, they say you become your six closest friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on that note, we'll talk to you guys soon with a new topic coming from Maui, Waffles, Bambi, and Age. Signing off. Peace. Peace.